In today's episode, we're going to look at something that's really important to web development. It's called the DOM, D-O-M. And some of you are very familiar with it, and others have probably never heard of it. So we're going to go through some of the basics, and we're going to uh, explore how your web applications and your code, based on WordPress, PHP, JavaScript, how they interact with the user in the browser through the DOM. So let's get to it. If you are motivated to learn to code the 21st century web, from plugin products to microSAS, welcome to the Plugged Into Programming Show with your host and professor, Jamie Robe. Jamie is a computer engineer and solo founder of the WPPluginCollege.com. And now, over to you, Professor Jamie. All right. To get started on the DOM, first I want to say that we're going to go through some visual things here in this episode. So if you're listening to the audio podcast, I invite you to come to WPPluginCollege.com, look the episode up, and you can see the slide deck there as well as the video version on YouTube. Um, so let's get right to it and... What is the DOM? Well, it stands for Document Object Model. So what this means is that we're dealing with a document, which is going to be an HTML or XML-based document. Um, if you're not into super into programming yet, but you're just getting started, what you're, you're going to see how on the server and also in the browser, we can create content HTML pages, let's say, and we're going to manipulate them. And the DOM allows us to bring those into the browser in a, in a uh, defined manner that all the different browsers out there have adopted. So object part of the DOM is that this is an object oriented uh, design. It's, it's much like a, a tree. Some people call it a forest model. But you'll see that it's a, it's a design that uh, is based on the HTML tags and, and it creates a uh, thing that can be manipulated. So it's also, as I said, it's a model. So this is an agreed to um, uh, standard out there in the web. And uh, many of you have been creating, say, HTML pages or even PHP, and you may not even realize that you're helping to send information into this object-oriented model, this, this DOM. Okay, so what is the DOM, the basics? It is a runtime representation of the HTML or XML page. So uh, we're gonna focus on the HTML, and when you think about it, you're creating tags. So, you know, you have a paragraph tag. So you have a less than, P, greater than, um, and then your text, and then you have a closing tag. And all of this is used by the browser to store and create a model called the DOM. And ultimately that's gonna go to the eyeballs as you can see on the slide. So we're really going from our code to people. And there's uh, this also allows for interaction throughout the system. Um, 
Now, the DOM is not just a, a model uh, that's static. It's an interactive thing. So it is also an API. Um, so that is a, you've all probably heard of APIs where you're connecting to, uh, you know, uh, some other service like a Google map or something, and you're able to pull data down or whatever. But this API is actually inside of your browser. And it's a set of instructions for how to interact with the DOM. And we're going to go through and see this. It's going to make a lot more sense when you see it go happening. Uh, also, conceptually, let's look at this slide for a bit. So on the left is the server. And on the server, um, now we're going to focus on WordPress and PHP and JavaScript. But this could this is true for anything out there, any kind of languages. Or, or frameworks or systems. But basically, uh, with PHP uh, running, we have uh, files on the system. So we might have data out there, HTML files, JavaScript files, CSS files, and other PHP files. We could have a database system where we have data in there, and we could have APIs communicating data. And all this is getting fed into our programming, and of course, this could be WordPress. It could be your own custom code or some combination thereof. And basically, with the, when a browser is requesting a page from us, we are sending out uh, a response to the browser. So we're basically sending an HTML document to the browser, and that could have uh, JavaScript and CSS and images and all sorts of other links and things in there. But that's going to the browser. Now, how does the browser know what to do with this? First of all, it's got to parse through that incoming information and store it somehow, even though it's storing it for just literally milliseconds or seconds, potentially. and Or it could be storing it for an hour if we are uh, running a lot of JavaScript on an interface that doesn't reload that page. But in any, any effect, the HTML is going into the browser. The browser is following the standard, and it's creating, going through those tags and all that information in there. It's creating this document object model, or the DOM. And another thing to think about is the DOM is not just a static thing. Now you click on things on a web application. Sometimes they may be hyperlinks that go back to a server and reload another page of information. But you've heard of AJAX or interactivity between uh, your application in the browser and servers or other things out there on the web. So you could be clicking on a button that is creating an event and the DOM is there so that JavaScript can can act on that event and can write changes into the DOM, can read things from the DOM and manipulate them and so on. So there's a programming layer inside of the browser itself. So I hope this kind of defines a little bit about what's happening here. You have to think about uh, in the old, old days, there was only HTML from a server to a browser. But as things became more sophisticated, there were languages like PHP and other scripting languages and so on that are running on the server that are creating the material that's going to the browser. And now you've got languages like JavaScript that are running inside the browser and interacting directly with the data there. So this gives you a kind of a 
high-level view. Now, we're going to go through an example in a few minutes that's going to show us actually creating the, the things and manipulating the DOM, and you'll be able to look at the DOM with some tools. Um, now, let's go through some of these other details here. The DOM is not a programming language in itself, so you have to have uh, some kind of language to interact with it, and that language is JavaScript, but the DOM is not part of JavaScript. JavaScript is just a language, um, and the DOM is an API, so it's an interface, and JavaScript uses that interface to interact with the DOM, and therefore the things that are being built and stored inside of the browser. Um, and the DOM can be changed in the browser. So this is a key, a key factor here. And people that are just strictly programming on a server, um, let's say with PHP, kind of old school, they're not, they're, they may not even be, they may not even realize what the DOM really is. And that, uh, you know, they're, they know they're creating uh, a response that's going to the browser, but that's where JavaScript comes in because the JavaScript runs in, in runtime inside the browser and can manipulate and change the DOM and interact therefore with the users. And as I said, we're gonna look at some tools. There's some things inside your browser itself that you're gonna be able to look at the DOM. And when we run events happen and, we, and JavaScript is running, you'll actually be able to see the changes to the DOM itself. So to demonstrate this uh, DOM with some code, I'm gonna use uh, the hands-on learning lab that I've created for WP Plugin College. Um, and we're going to look at uh, you know, an example that's based on WordPress plugin technology uh, that really is powered by PHP, uh, CSS, uh, HTML, and JavaScript. Coding. Okay, I'm really excited to uh, be in the uh, hands-on lab in the uh, WP Plugin College uh, to show you the how our code creates something in the browser called the DOM that then can be manipulated. And that's how we experience our code, our logic, and our data. So. I'm inside of the uh, lab and I'm just gonna have, I have a, uh, a project here called Explore. And basically in the lab, there's lots of different tools that I've created. There's uh, Kanban board, uh, there's cheat sheets, coding tools, different resources. Um, and I also have ways to, um, you know, create a plug-in file from from all of this but we're going to use it right now as a hands-on tool so we're going to go over and open up the project with the ide i'm going to close out my screen so you can see everything and we're going to basically go into our files here we have css files i'm going to make this a little bit bigger so you can see everything we have a folder for javascript we're going to open up and we also have a folder for php files so I'm going to open up the example one.php file, and um, let's just go through through this for a minute here. Um, for those of you that have never programmed in WordPress or maybe never in PHP, even um, 
we can have a file with a .php extension at the end on the server. And inside that file, we're going to put less than question mark PHP. That tells the computer that this is a PHP program that follows and that we want to execute the uh, PHP code. So in this case, we're doing an echo and we're echoing out a string, which you can see has a less than h2 greater than symbol. That is, an, is a header to tag. So this is actually PHP writing out HTML code, okay? So um, before we go any further, let's flip over to the page that this is writing, which is also in a, a WordPress page on this uh, learning lab site so you can see the words example one effect on dom and that's exactly what i'm writing out here with my php code so if i change the code a little bit and then um, save go over to the web browser and refresh you can see that the two was replaced there so just to prove that things are actually live and working here <laughs> It's always, it's always good to have control and understand where the control uh, sits with the program. So this is working. Now you notice that that's a one command in PHP. Now I have this question mark greater than symbol, and that's basically telling the PHP language that I'm turning off the PHP code for a while. I'm just going to straight HTML code. So um, the cool thing about PHP you can embed PHP instructions inside of HTML by doing this uh, type of thing. And you can also just work in HTML. So you can see what's happening here. I've got these paragraph tags, and then I've got basically in here, there is a, an input checkbox. Okay, here's alpha, beta, gamma, tree, and river. So there's five checkboxes, and then there's a score uh, uh, area here. If you can see this, my score equals. And um, so let's go over to the page and look at it for a second. So you can see there's my score equals and it says, please check what applies. And then there are the check boxes here. So if I check alpha, you can see a score of one went in there. If I check beta, a score of two has gone in there. Now, how is that happening? Okay, so it's an interactive thing. These are just, HTML itself is, is static. So these are just setting up that the, there's a checkbox there. And um, right now it has a value of blank, each of them. Um, but we're gonna look at the magic of JavaScript. So I am including or uh, attaching this JavaScript which is getting sent up into the browser. And this is what's ha executing up in the browser. So I have, uh, I'm using the jQuery library of JavaScript. So this is basically this top line here, jQuery. I'm gonna make this a little bigger again. But this is telling it that the, when the document is loaded, okay, remember we're talking about the DOM. So it's a document object model, but when the, when the document is loaded all the way, then this JavaScript is going to begin executing. So, uh, and here you can see that I have this input type checkbox. So it's basically looking 
JavaScript is looking, uh, if I click, dot click, on any of the checkboxes, then it's going to run this function. And this function basically creates a score and it's putting it out onto, uh, it's writing it out into a couple different places on the screen. So let's um, go back over here to the um, um, web page. Now, of course, I'm clicking on these. You can see it is having an effect on that score up there. But what's happening behind the scenes? That's where the magic of the browser tools come in. So I can come over here and come to more uh, tools. I'm in the Chrome browser, but most browsers have these kinds of tools. Um, and I go down to developer tools, okay? Now it's created a split screen here and I'm going to uh, scroll down a little bit so you can see what we're looking at. So again, it's still it's doing this thing over here. If I come, if I right click on an element on the web page and choose inspect, now we're seeing a representation of the DOM itself. Now it looks like HTML, um, but it's, it is not the HTML necessarily that I started putting out in, in that one PHP file that we looked at um, that, that create, helped to create this, but this is actually getting manipulated by the JavaScript. So let's go down here and look at, um, I'll open up a couple of these things here. So here is the, here is the, I'm gonna make this a little bigger too. Okay. So let me get this. There we go. Okay, so now here's the here's the title up here, example two effect on DOM. Okay, so there's our H2 tag and our closing of the H2 tag. And we come down to this element that I clicked on to inspect. Now, um, you can see if I uncheck that alpha checkbox, it actually changed the, the DOM over here. So I can click on this. You can see the, these highlighted areas are the things that are getting manipulated and changed by my JavaScript code. So again, let's go back real quick to the basics here. So here's my score at the top. To, in order to manipulate the value of this, when I, when I first load the page, it says, please check what applies. So if I come over here and I reload the page in the browser by just absolutely reloading it, okay? You can see the my score equals, please check what applies is written there, okay? But remember, when I have my JavaScript execute, when I actually click on one of the checkboxes, it's gonna create the score and then it's gonna come down here and it says, if my score is greater than zero, then I am going to select that ID, my score top, which in my code is this span, which right now it says, please check what applies, but I'm going to grab that span with that ID, my score top, and I'm going to write into it 
the actual score that it's tallying up. Okay. So this is what is happening now. If you watch over here, I'm going to click on alpha and it wrote one up there and erased those words and it put a one. And you can see that the span under the score, the span my score top with that ID, it's got a one in there. Now, if I click on beta, it goes for a two, gamma a three, four, five. So again, I can create an interactive page that uh, has, you know, it, it, it is having an effect on the DOM itself without reloading the page from the server. The, the server page has been loaded once, um, but I'm doing something live to it. So this kind of demonstrates multiple levels of coding um, that you are dealing with when you're doing a web application. It's not uh, sufficient to just have static web pages appear usually. <laughs> Uh, you know, without some sort of interactivity. Um, and that is a, um, you know, an important concept to grab a hold of. So basically in this example, just like on our, on our slides that we looked at earlier on our server, we're running, we have CSS files. So we have styling. We won't go on that right now. We have the JavaScript and we have PHP and all of this is getting combined in the browser and it is getting sent up uh, for our web page. And then we have an interactive, uh, you know, experience for people. And again, you can uh, look at the code uh, you, and look at their, your DOM and what's happening up here by simply activating on your browser, your developer settings. Um, so it's under more tools, developer tools. And so it's also control shift I in Chrome. So I can turn these on and off and clear this out and look at it. Um, the, um, it is really a powerful uh, system for you to visualize what your code is doing and see if it's actually, you know, manipulating things in the way that you intend. Um, and so with this example from our, uh, our, uh, using our hands-on lab at the WP Plugin College. I hope that gives you a little insight into what's happening with the DOM. And uh, we're gonna also uh, end this with some more coaching uh, for those of you that are, uh, you know, learning and uh, maybe you've been a PHP uh, or other programmer and never worked with JavaScript very much, or maybe you're completely starting from scratch um, but it's important to have these these concepts, and it is definitely something that you can learn to, to do. Uh, and uh, we're going to go into some coaching on that. Thanks. Coaching. Okay, so now for a little coaching. And the reason I want to do some coaching is because we covered quite a lot today with our concepts and our hands-on demonstration of some code and how it affects the DOM and how we can actually look at a representation of the DOM in the browser. Um, what I don't want to happen is you to get scared off from this coding and how this all works at this point. Because if you are just starting out or you are 
maybe a seasoned PHP programmer or some other type of programmer haven't manipulated things in the browser, um, it can be daunting. Um, but I want you to remember that whatever level you're at, these are not insurmountable things at all. And that's why I've really created the WP Plugin College is because I know that most people can learn to do this. We, we can read and write a human language. So a computer language or multiple languages are actually much, much simpler. Yes, they are logical, but they are very simple when it comes down to it. You know, we just have to learn the rules, the syntax rules, uh, the logic rules about how the different things work. But once you've learned one type of programming, it is not as hard to learn the next. So I want to make sure that you don't feel like overwhelmed at this point. That there's no way to learn this type of thing. There are a lot of resources out there. Um, I've got a lot of books back here behind me. If you like books, um, there's tons of YouTube videos and people with courses and things like that out there. And you can teach yourself these things. It is definitely doable. Um, I, of course, am going to have a course at some point and have a, a tool that someone can learn with a hands-on lab because I feel that's super important. Uh, but uh, I happened to have lunch with some friends yesterday and one of them is from the academic world and she just spontaneously started talking about, and I promise this is before I even mentioned WP Plugin College, so I wasn't chewing their ears off at that point. But she started talking about how um, it's not as important uh, what language or languages you're learning in, in, uh, in the courses in college. It's that you learn to program. And I, of course, started gushing out all the things I've got pent up inside of me about the plug-in college and all that. But um, I really believe that is true. We, everybody out there that's listening to this has some creativity and some uh, ability to, to utilize these tools. And that's what programming code is. It's tools to project some of what they want onto a web page. Um, and this is really our 21st century medium. I mean, this is a brand new thing that's only been available, you know, to us as a as a community for a really short time and it's evolving tremendously all the time but the basic tools are not uh impossible to learn and i think that you know if you've looked at anything on my, other things on my website you'll see that i really fault not the students but just the system of teaching that we have out there um you know people uh, a lot of times I think they get turned off early on because uh, things are presented in a way that it just overwhelms them. But uh, I can guarantee that if you put your mind to it, you can learn to code. Uh, now, a framework like WordPress is really exciting to me because you it's an open source system. And so the programming code inside of WordPress, every part of it is available to us to look at. And that's one of the things I really focus on is try to learn from 
all of the hundreds and hundreds or even thousands of people that have contributed to these open source projects. Uh, we can stand on their shoulders and build our dreams on top of what their dreams were. Um, and the, the thing is that you have to get started at some level. And so something like uh, WordPress as a development framework is powerful because it gives you uh, something that already starts working right out of the box. And then with the programming tools to create plugins and to be able to program in PHP, uh, HTML, CSS, and in JavaScript, and using all the libraries and powerful, cool libraries there are, we can create anything that we basically dream up. Um, so again, you can start out at a very simple level and build your complexity up to the level that you learned and that works for what you're trying to do. Um, so I just wanted to make sure that you just don't get scared away by looking at this stuff like, what is a DOM? You can work for years and not really have to get into that level. But, but if you can get the concept that there is a machine inside of the browser itself that is executing programming code, that's manipulating data in there, and that that data is your is a representation of the data that was sent over from a server, then you, you're starting to see that there's a chain of, of logic and data that goes over to that uh, browser and that becomes the UX, UI, the user experience over there for your, your users, your visitors, your customers, whatever it is that you're, you're, you're working toward. But that is how you create that experience. So as a creative solo programmer, solo founder, you have a powerful tool in your arsenal to create a new experience and new value for people. And I know, I believe that you can learn to do this, that you can become a master of some of these things and make anything that you dream up. And so I look forward to seeing you at WPPluginCollege.com. Again, the notes and the slides and videos and audio is all posted over there. And I hope to hear from you soon. To join our conversation and get the show notes, please visit us at the WPPluginCollege.com.